You're listening to The Three Pete Podcast with CD, Meech, and Chris. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Three Pete Podcast. I'm Dimitri's Mary. You might know me as Meech. I'm joined today by two of my good friends, Chris Hargrove. Chris, what's what up? All right. And uh, CD, <laughs> how's it hanging? It's hanging. All right. Uh, you don't want to add anything else to that? No, that's you it. Missed the podcast last week. Nothing like. Nope. Missed you boys. No. No. Nah, I was good. All right. Actually. Wow. So okay. uh, New Year, same CD. So yeah. That's right. Good. Mm, interesting. Add that to my notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we uh, before we get too far in depth into the podcast, the technical stuff. Uh, the president is currently serving the national championship uh, Clemson football team, uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and pizza. That's a quote, but it's actually happening. Uh, CD, what are your thoughts on this? As I said before, um, uh, first of all, if he had the Szechuan sauce... What, why are you putting too many syllables in it? It's not Szechuan. Or how do I say it? Szechuan. 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 Szechuan just sounds more Mike like... Shishesh- like I'm doing something. Mike Szechuan. I like... <laughs> I like to do something when I say something, you know what I mean? Yeah, do something. But if they had that, or if they got McDonald's to actually fix their ice cream machine, like had a bunch of ice cream, that'd be lit. If they had the $5 Baconator that Wendy's has now, that'd be lit. A four for four? Wait, they have a dollar Baconator now? He's a five dollar. $5 Baconator meal. Oh, the meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It slaps. Um, have you had the Baconator Big Wendy's guy Wendy's? over here. No, I haven't. Have you had the Baconator fries from Wendy's? No. Like cheese and bacon? Yeah, they're just, they're just fries with cheese sauce and bacon. I know it slaps. Sometimes they get like soggy, but if you get the fresh fries with the Baconator fries, that's top top notch. Or if you had some Frosties. Ooh. Oh, Hannah got two yeah. of those free like Frosty cards that you just bring in and they give you a Frosty. Yeah. Bro, right. Frosty slap. Mini Frosties on the regs. Yeah, dude. Frosties are good. It also matters what kind of pizza he also did. Get. All right, so let's say this. Like, you have to choose a fast food between Burger King, McDonald's, and Wendy's. What, oh, which one are you Wendy's. Ooh. Wendy's. Wendy's, no question? I think so. I haven't been to Burger King in like a year. Yeah, Burger- they got $1 chicken nuggets. Dude. Only thing that I like. They can, they can to get well, you back. They have their Hershey pie, which slaps. It does slap. The Twix pie is really good, too. Sla- their Never pies. Never pie from Burger King. Ooh, yeah, their pies are good. Their another, pies are better than McDonald's. They have better desserts. Like another thing, this is a high risk, high reward thing. This is your butt definitely comes into play here. Ooh. You go to McDonald's, mm-hmm. you get it's their fresh fun. cookies. They're going to be good. Okay, hundred percent. Okay, you will be on the toilet. I've had Burger King's cookies. No, 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 no. McDonald's. McDonald's cookies. All of them. But they're, but have you're gonna pay for it. You're going to be on the toilet. Okay, I know this is a different tier of fast food, but have you had a chick uh, Chick Fil A cookie? Yes. No, I have not. You want to talk about slapping? Chick Fil A. If you put that in the microwave for about six seconds. No. Well, you know it's coming from Chick Fil A, so it's already warm and perfect, know, like right when you eat different, it. It was a different. Like, I mean, if I you want to, if you want to battle here, not really fast food, but Panera's cookies. I wonder if dessert. this is what was going through Trump's mind before he ordered this. Well, for we the know there's not much else going through his head. So. <laughs> the fact that he also said, I, and I'm so stuck on it, that he's also said, "Oh, they like that because that's that's the type of that's thing." That's your favorite that, foods. Like. What? I like the thing that he asked. Are we in the nineties? The thing, bro, is that those are his favorite foods. <laughs> no, he, KFC. Yeah. Uh, what was the? Um, no, yeah, you're right. It was KFC. Was that what he was eating on the plane that one yeah, time? Yeah, with with a fork and a knife, I think. Ah, uh, all right. Pretty bad. Sheesh. Pretty bad. Definitely pretty Sheesh. bad. Sheesh. Okay. Um. <laughs> what's like? Okay. Uh. What's the best single like fast food item? Like just checkers any, fries. Checkers fries. 
Curly fries from Arby's. Curly fries from Arby's are good. Really? Over checkers fries? Fuck out of here. No way. Um, I like checkers. I got, me personally, I have the uh, $1 like shredded chicken mini quesadilla from Taco Bell, but that's just me personally. You Chalupa, love Taco Bell. Chalupas. Chalupas. Have you ever had a cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell? Yeah, I have. It, those are good. Those are really good. <laughs> it, they're not just good. They're not just good. They're unbelievable. All right. <laughs> Don't disrespect them like that. Bro, he like got a lower voice. They're not just good. <laughs> they're, they're not, not just, good just good because that's disrespectful. All right, let's move, straight. On. Let's, let's move on to actual sports, which is what ostensibly people tune into this show to listen to. Tune in, in in quotes, of course. Of course. Murray. Uh, yeah, so let's start there with Kyler Murray. Um, today he made it official, declared for the NFL draft. Um, I've kind of rounded my feelings a little bit because I know I was kind of discombobulated on Friday when we talked about it, Chris. So these are the two things I have to say, or three, I guess. I'm glad that he uses leverage to try and get as much money as he possibly could have. That, that was awesome to see. It's obvious to me that he likes football a lot more than he likes baseball. And if he played any position other than quarterback in the NFL, I don't think this is a discussion. So I'm going to those three things to you guys, and I want to hear your opinions. So I'm going to kind of stay where I said before, where personally, if I'm in his shoes, I'm choosing baseball. And I mentioned those, those reasons on Friday. A lot of the health issues, I feel like the potential to get more money is there. I feel like his size is a huge factor in this, personally for me. Um, I know he's listed at 5'10". Um, the, I think the sports information officer or whoever it was at Oklahoma actually said he was measured at 5'9 and 7'8 or something like that. So, and that's probably with shoes on. So pers- I think he's probably more 5'8". I think he's really small in stature. He's not really built. He's not quite Baker size. He's not Russell Wilson size. He's not Drew Brees size. It's just who he gets compared to a lot. So I think those factors are the reasons why I, if I was Kyler Murray, would not choose baseball or not choose football. How, you know what I'm talking about. However, I think the, like you said, the want and the, the aspiration to play in the NFL and with a, a weak quarterback class that this is, I think he has a better shot of getting drafted higher and immediately making an impact on the football field quicker than he would in baseball. So congrats, Kyler Murray. You know, I hope your career is super successful. I don't did wish any ill the, will on the kid. Did you see he got the uh, deal from the A's that he could have minor league options up until 2020? Right. In case things don't work out? Right, so. absolutely. And that's what I was going to bring up was even if football doesn't pan out, let's say you know he ends up getting crushed. It's just not working for him. He, he regresses in football. He, goes he can to pull the a Jags Jordan. He's terrible. Yes. Yeah, he could pull a Jordan. <laughs> he could pull a Tim Tebow. Look at Tim Tebow building his way up. You now he's in, what, AAA with the Mets? That... He can always He's better at baseball there. than Tim Tebow. I don't think that avenue is as accessible for him if he chooses baseball first and then tries to go into the NFL. Yeah, That's probably not going to be point. there. Um, yeah, I mean, I see it. Um, I think I think the thing that stands out to me more more to me is the fact he has like baby arms. He has like little sumo, like little tech, like T Rex arms, like but can short. absolutely chuck the ball. Yeah, he can. The, the thing I thought about too was because um, I was like looking, I was like, man, like who were like the shortest quarterbacks, and like I think Fran Tarkenton was five ten. He was also a Heisman quarterback, and then you also had no, it was a uh, Flutie, and Tarkenton Tarkenton was six feet, but like Flutie was five ten. Is there a chance that Murray can still get taller? Like how old is he? 
He's, he's you're 20, growing until he? 25. He's 20. Really. So he we could, saw that last time. He could time. get a little bit. Even if he grows an inch or two, I think it becomes less of but a But even problem. Lamar Jackson is, what, 6'2", 6'3"? And the thing that if Kyler's yeah, going to go Lamar's into the NFL, skin. what he has to learn is how to play like Lamar Jackson and not like RG3. If you're going to be that small in stature and you want to have a prolonged career in the NFL, you have to learn to get down. You well, see, Lamar Drew, didn't even really learn that either. No, but more so than RG3 did. Well, RG3 just like his body physically, like he did not know how to slide. I don't think sliding for Kyler Murray is going to be an yeah. issue considering his base. Like if you watch Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's got some textbook slides. Right. And you can attribute that to his baseball background. Right. I would say that you could probably expect the same thing from Kyler. Because it's not like he's stupid. He didn't take any big hits this year at Oklahoma. No, no, but he gets crushed one time. No, and like yeah, how many? Say that about everybody. How many pure pocket quarterbacks are there left in this young generation? Well, that's, that's what the NFL that is just, tuning away. It's from. like exactly. Jared Goff, and that's it. Exactly. There's and the, Goff the, is also low key kind of mobile. Exactly. Everybody can basically break the pocket and break you know. Plus, break I, out I would argue point. that defenders are getting smaller as well because they have to be faster to keep up with the faster paces on offense. Right. So yeah. I mean, obviously, like NFL defensive linemen are like the most athletic people on the planet. I mean. You get, Six six like three twenty and he runs like a four eight forty. That that's stupid, but I think that the general like just in general play uh, position players on defense are getting smaller, and I mean any quarterback that takes a bad hit, like you never know what could happen. Yeah, but you know if you have a little bit more meat on you, you can handle that a yeah. little bit easier. You, yeah, the hundred and seventy five pound frame that he is isn't going to take to that as that much as a hundred ninety pound guy. Avoiding more hits than bigger quarterbacks though. Mm-hmm. He's not an easy guy to get down. I mean, it matters. To even t- like, but you your know the NFL is a much part. quicker game than college football. If, I'm not denying that. If he ends up with the Giants, I'm concerned on that line. For him? For him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, I, you'd have to scheme. You'd have to sit there and say. They could get some offense. I mean, their offensive line came together pretty well towards the end of the season. That's, that's just my general concern is that, you know, now well, he's not. He's whole, way more mobile than Eli. But that's my general I would like him to one. go to the Giants only because that would mean Haskins would be a Jaguar. Yeah. So, I think the ceiling. <laughs> I think the ceiling for Murray is very high, but I still think NFL front offices are going to be very hesitant to He's take him. He's going to be a top high. ten pick. I, I agree I think, with you. I yeah. think he will as well. I think his talent. Again, his ceiling is that high that if he gets taken in the top ten even under the it, right system, even if it's not one of the teams that is currently slated to pick in the top ten, someone tra- might trade, trade up to get right. Him. Exactly. Like, could you imagine? Like. What if the Patriots traded up to get him? I've, I've seen that. I don't think what he sits the, in what, Bel- like, Belichick's the, system. Like but the Saints don't have a first-round pick this year because they traded it last nah, year. To I, trade don't see the, I don't see the You don't think so? No, nah, they love Taysom. Um, mm, that's true. But you think he stays quarterback? Well, or you they, think he's, yeah. he they just, don't even have – They think Taysom is – Taysom Hill's not their backup quarterback. Yeah, no, it's Teddy. Teddy but Teddy, I think, goes. Teddy's gone. Teddy better – I think Teddy goes. Te- Teddy better be a star. Teddy, Teddy either goes to New York Teddy or Jacksonville. Teddy goes, and I think Taysom is the no, heir apparent. I don't think so. He's going to be – the Jags don't have a lot of money, dude. I was, I was, uh, I didn't know this personally. Yeah, I was they, talking broke. To, they got they got all the defensive players to play. Well, that, that's part of it because they have to pay Ngakwe this summer. Exactly. But not only that, I was talking to Shipley, and he was telling me that they don't have enough money to even pay Joe Flacco. Anything more Jeez. than like $10 mil a year, they can't afford. Well, yeah, but they'd be still – Paying Flacco's like ridiculous contract, right? That's not a new no, no, contract. No, he's a free agent. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's gonna be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not actually in the market for any of the bigger name free agent QBs. So you're looking exactly. strictly we're draft. Probably, well, we're probably gonna. So there, there's no way Blake's on the roster next year. So unless they're planning to keep Kessler around, I, I could see them maybe bringing in a guy like Tyrod, a little cheaper veteran. But 
I, I, like, I don't think they're in play for Foles, Flacco, or... Um, what if they make a trade and package up like Fournette and somebody for... No, nah, the trading of Fournette, is, that ship sailed. I think it's about sailed, at least for night, right now. Yeah, unless, unless it gets closer to the they've draft already, time. And yeah, they've already you know, taken they can't guarantees. Get, they can't get nearly... That's a real thing. They can't get nearly enough on, like, of a return on investment to trade him. Like, at least Fowler, they got a third-round pick. I don't think they could get a third-round pick for Fournette right now. Really? No. Yeah. Damn. Not off of last year. Huh? Um, needless to say, Del- Dave Caldwell has not drafted well for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shocker. Um, so, as the draft stands right now, back to Kyler Murray, in the top ten... Cal- Calmar. Calmar. Who do you think has the best shot to take him? In the top... Top top ten. If you're saying okay, he's a top so ten Okay, so obviously, pick. like, the coolest situation would be the Cardinals, Cardinals trading Rosen and then picking him. But I think that has a very, very slim chance of happening. It um, happens in Madden, but not in real life. Yeah, it might not even happen in Madden. That's how wild you it literally move Because you're literally moving a fr- future franchise QB for another that you don't know about. That Well, you don't really know that, about Rosen either because there was no, right, no but, talent surrounding But you've him. had him for a year, and you got to see, like, some sp- – you, you saw some splashes with Rosen. Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. you know. You haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. It's more so, hey, I'm a new coach, and yeah, I really like this guy Yeah, but couldn't you argue that this is the time to sell high on Josh Rosen then? Because if, if he comes out next year and plays the same or just even a little better than he did last year, but what if his value is going to sink. What if he's a year two beast? I'm, I'm not saying he won't be. And if you have Cliff Kingsbury, that's the hope that he can develop whatever quarterback you have into, into the next. Game. I don't know. I, if – if if we were talking about uh, Herbert, or if we were talking about even if I, if we were talking about Tua, which I don't understand why some people have Tua as low as they do, um, if we had like one of those, or if we speed up a little bit and we were talking about um, what about the Raiders using one of their three picks? Mm-hmm. Because we know that Gruden isn't really in love with Carr. Like they could just pick whoever they wanted at four and then package the two other picks they have. Which I think are twenty four and twenty seven. Yeah, maybe they could move up then to get him. Um, other than that, in the top ten, like unless it's the Giants, Jag or the Jags, I don't really see. Like the Broncos might take a QB, but I don't think Kyler Murray's He's a John not Elway's Elway type. Yeah. Like John Elway was definitely he, a guy that would take like Drew Locke or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or he, Daniel Jones, he likes those like the big tall big white quarterbacks. Guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I think there's some interesting fits for him. He would be nice maybe on the Dolphins. I don't know. The Dolphins need somebody not named Tannehill. I actually would like him on the Dolphins. What about him on the on Washington? No. No? Uh, mm. I'm just going to go through. Tell me when you hear a team that piques your interest. Um, Oakland we already talked about. Probably not, right? No. Tampa's pretty much committed to James, it sounds committed. like. Yep. Uh the Giants, you said, not with the offensive line, but, I mean, you can't get a much better skill position group to put him around. <laughs> that's Saquon the thing. And, him, Saquon, but, and Odell. But that's the and thing. If the, Ingram, if, the O-line, if the O-line is essentially the engine of your team, the Giants are basically a big body Benz with a horrible engine. Okay. Like, they have all these nice little tools everywhere. We already know that. They just they have to reconfigure the freaking trenches. Yeah, I, I don't like him on the Jets, the idea of him on the Jags at all. Just because, Not because I don't think he will, he'll be good. I just think the Jags would ruin him pretty quick, yeah. pretty substantially. Uh, the Lions probably won't take him. The Bills definitely won't take him. No. How Broncos, old is Stafford? What about? 30. That's it? Yeah, he's only in his 10th tenth, tenth season. He got all that money, Gary. What about, uh, what about the Bengals? 
maybe move on from Andy Dalton. I think they've already they've they've done their move on for the year with Marvin. Yeah. Obviously well, they double, but yeah, that's that's a good point because they're not an organization that usually makes big moves like yeah. that. But they did just get a uh, Sean McVay's offensive coordinator Zach Taylor's coming to be the head coach. That would be could, a shakeup. Could be something to look. Yeah, it could be something that to look would forward be, to. That would be a serious shakeup. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any way the Packers take him. The Dolphins, which I mentioned, I feel like is a really interesting possibility. Uh, Falcons, no way. What about the Washington, Titans? Washington, possibly. Well, they're a little from further Mariota? down the list. No I, way the Panthers or Browns take them. No way the Vikings take them after what they invested in, in Cousins. The Titans make sense at 19 a little the bit. The Titans. What about even uh, the Steelers at 20? Mm. They would need to make a big offseason. Cordell move Stewart. After the, yeah. 2.0. Wow. You never know. Baby Stewart. Uh, Seattle, no. Baltimore, definitely not. Houston, definitely not. Two more Oakland picks, definitely not. Um, no way for Philly, Indy, or Los Angeles, I don't think. Well, the Chargers, maybe. Yeah, for Rivers be, is on the way out. He'd be yeah. kind of nice on the Chargers. And Phillip be, you know, even pumping out these kids. He might yeah, be. he might need to focus but on But now that. you're looking at, that's what, 28? That's uh, 28, yeah. I don't think he lasts that long, though. No. I don't either, but. I it's mean, a trade-up op- opportunity. Farther and farther he drops, the less money he's making, which. And Rams or Chiefs don't feel like a possibility, but Pats kind of feels like a possibility. Yeah. So yeah. those are all things to keep. Because Lamar Jackson was definitely a look, but they didn't take it. Yeah. Lamar Jackson should have been a look for the Jacksonville Jaguars as well, but let's not get should into that. Should have been. Uh, since we're on the topic of the NFL, we can move on to the uh, playoffs. Uh, we'll start with the AFC, obviously. Uh, the Chiefs winning against, uh, who'd they play again? Indy. Colts. Indy, that's right. Uh, the defense showing up big time, which yeah. is not something, uh, if you listen to last week's podcast that me or Chris uh, suspected, uh, Indy's, Indy just came out and took a big dump on the field. But you know who took an even bigger dump than Indianapolis? Was uh, Phillip Rivers and the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Uh, just went in and got absolutely ass-blasted in in Foxborough. Um, CD, were you surprised at all by how badly the page like? Obviously, the Patriots winning in a blowout in January, January isn't surprising, but were you surprised still? Uh, before the game, I said two scores. So in I favor was, of the Patriots. Yeah. Oh, so I was okay. shocked at how many more scores. But it's just like all the, like the great, 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 great players, great teams don't fall generally like fall off like like that. You know what I mean? Like there were, there were so many gaps during the regular season, but it was like, all right, we're about to find out is it a like a switch flip here or is it that no literally like Tom Brady's coming off the rails. When you look at the body language and how they kind of express themselves, Tom Brady wouldn't be talking about, "Hey, I want to play 2 3 4 5 years" if he didn't feel that, "Hey, I'm on this I'm kind of coasting to this point. Like we're getting ourselves together, we're getting healthy." Yeah, but you can honestly see that he did drop off in the regular season more. So I agree with you. I think we have a lot of recency bias, especially in the regular season where, oh, the Pats are dropping off. They're not. They're losing right. games that they should be winning. Brady doesn't look as strong. But normally, even through those in the regular season, those games, Brady usually looks strong. It's the defense that gives he up 40 or 50 points. He well, looked very this, mediocre. This is, my, this is my defense for him, though. Old Brady, the part where he dropped off is the carrying aspect of it. When he doesn't have superior talent, so old Brady could Yo, take. I'm I'm sorry, I was disrespectful last week. Edelman was incredible. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he was him and James White, freaking yeah. monsters. You saw the stat. He's the what third? He's um, the uh, third all-time leading receiver in the no, postseason. Now he passed. Uh, I thought he was third. No, he passed the other guy that he was behind. Wow. 
Yeah, he's second now. Yeah, but like old Brady could take, he could say like, all right, David Givens, all right, Tim Brown, all right, Deion Branch, you know, or you even know, Gronk. Correct. Now it's like not having all that talent. Mm-hmm. We have to run the ball. We have to run Sony Michelle. And Michelle had a hundred yards by halftime, did he not? Exactly. Yeah, so the their game- offensive line is pretty good. Like despite the losses that they've had, like their their first round pick isn't even playing. Yeah. And uh, they're looking pretty solid. So, I mean, the game has changed a bit. So, Brady, I mean, they're going to have to change with him. So, he's not carrying them anymore. You know, you look at – if you've looking like, you know, Michael Jordan's Bulls in, like, 98. Like, it wasn't Jordan who was carrying all this load. They go and they get Rodman. They make sure they have Harper. They have these guys who during the regular season can help, you know, help him with stance and things so that he's able to, in that little small period of time – Stretch the ability that he has and magnify it. You know, this is a guy who still a year ago in the Super Bowl threw for like five, almost five hundred yards. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm give. I still proceed with caution. I do see the end closer than what Brady sees, but I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm picking him to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm picking. <laughs> I said it on Twitter. I was like, this is on, the last time I – and I say this every single time. You know? This is the, the last road. time I pick against Brady and Belichick. And, you know, the recency bias, like I said, comes into play – it comes in – is a factor. And you're like, oh, you know, they're just not playing as good. But in the postseason, they show up. And what matters is how you play in the postseason. I think what I was more shocked at was the other game that you mentioned, Meech, was the Chiefs and Colts score. Because we talked up that Colts defense, and they looked terrible not only did the Colts defense look terrible but luck looked flat some of the passes that he was throwing he had a noodle arm he was putting nothing behind those passes and the Chiefs defense was everywhere Pat Mahomes that weather did not affect him at all he was the Pat Mahomes that we'd seen all regular season long and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for that drop off to happen and I don't see it happening I think we're gonna have a hell of an AFC championship game and I will definitely be watching it I really hope so because uh, <laughs> I want to see a blowout and I definitely don't want to see the Patriots win so uh, let's go real quick then with predictions and why. Uh, see, you said you were putting Patriots in the Super Bowl. Why? Why is that? And what's your final score prediction? Um, final score, I have thirty-four twenty-seven. Patriots on the road. I'm gonna tell you this though. I'm put a little asterisk on it. I have a feeling too. A second feel. My 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 pick for it is because it's the Patriots. Um, they just always find a way. They even have like a, like a, it's almost like they have like a ref in their pocket and they throw it out, you know, throw the flag out for the ref, like right when they need it. A la last year when Mike Miles Jack wasn't down or, uh, the stupid, uh, little crossing route across the middle, uh, where they call it a, um, like a cat with nine lives. Yeah. They're just starting to get like little, little stuff, little, little something, something, little sprinkle of death. But here's the thing, though. I wouldn't shock me if if Mahomes beats them, it now becomes his era. Yeah, I think it. it, it I'm all, I'm almost like not ready for it because it's like man, like it literally been Brady, and then every now and then you get a Roethlisberger or you know some rare. But in those rare occasions, that team has been primed towards that point, right? Brady has been the guy day in, day out. When you're talking about quarterback, the quarterback, that's why he kicks Ben Roethlisberger's butt. That's why he kicks Phillip Rivers' butt. That's why he kicked at uh, Andrew Luck's butt. Like, he kicks every quarterback's butt. doesn't matter how good you are, one-on-one. So here we are, one-on-one, the presumptive MVP of the league who threw 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards and who last week made critical throw after critical throw and you're going against that guy, and you are the GOAT. 
and you're going against him, and if this is your last stand or whatever, like this is it. If if he beats him, I think now the crown shifts and the pendulum shifts with it. So this is a huge, like lots of implications on this matchup and what this means for the next, you know, year, really, you know, like who takes over that crown. Well, I just told you that I'm done picking against Belichick and Brady. I'm going to pick against Belichick and Brady. <laughs> uh, what I saw... What I, I'm back on my bullshit. Again. What Lord I saw from Pat Mahomes, he made me. that pass and he... Like, Angelina Jolie wanted, like, curved that pass. I'm sitting on the couch. Like, he just curved that ball and watching him blows my mind. The weather is going to be in single digits. That obviously doesn't really affect them. Nah. Snowing last week, I don't think that's really going to be a factor. You've got two teams that are familiar with you the cold weather. Um, but that offense is so explosive, and it was firing on all cylinders. Uh, after Kareem Hunt went down, Damian Williams has stepped into that role and filled it in very well. Tyreek Hill, he's going to be a problem for the New England secondary all day, I think. Yeah, he lit up Steph- Stephon Gilmore. Last Abs- time. Absolutely. So, you know, the... The score in the in the regular season was very close. It came down to a last minute Steven Goskowski field goal to send them uh, or to to give them the win. I see the Chiefs scoring a lot of points, but I also see the Pats, you know, keeping up with a weak Kansas City defense. But I'm going to go Kansas City 38, Pats 35. Um, yeah, I'm going same score. Chiefs 38, Pats 35. Whoa! Fuck the Patriots. I gotta lose. <laughs> I'm so sick of them. I'm, I was talking to um, some friends. Like, Brady's been in 19. No, what was it? It was 38 uh, playoff games, yeah. 39 after ne- last week, and it'll be 40 this week, I think, uh, which is almost, what, three full seasons in the postseason? Uh, I'm sick of them. I don't want to see it anymore. Uh, this is what they're. I think they said they're third. 13th AFC Championship game since he's been in the league. Yeah. Um, no, I'm done. I don't want to see it. Um, if the Chiefs don't win, then we have to rely on either the Saints or, or Rams to uh, make sure that Brady doesn't get it. That's a whole other problem. I'm so sick of seeing it. I'm, I just don't want to see it anymore. Can we just talk about the fact that I don't have regardless, any, the Super Bowl is about to be nice? I don't have any. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome It's going to be nice. Yeah. If we get a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl. If we could just not get the Patriots, it would be a perfect game. I think even if it's like, like Mitra's saying, if it's any of those teams, or like you're saying, it doesn't matter what it's, matchup it is. All right, it's been a minute since I've been like, like, like chomping at the bit to see, like, all right, let's get at it. Let's I see. Mean, what's the weakest? Would you say Pats Rams? Yeah, would Pats probably Rams be would the cheap. Anything the, the weakest the Pats really, because I think of the three teams, the Pats are like they don't have the of the oh my god, yeah, they're like, the least interesting. Yeah, yeah. like that's Randy just because we're tired of it. The though. most exciting, the most exciting matchup would be for me, I think. Uh, Chiefs Saints. Yes, I agree. Now that you, unless of course we get Chiefs Rams again, it's the same as that game early on the season. That'd be. Crazy. I don't think I want to see that. I'd rather the, see Chiefs. I don't Chiefs, think the Rams Saints. beat the Saints though. You don't think the Rams? I don't so either. Let's get, it, let's get into that now then. I don't, I don't think they beat the Saints. I mean, Saints are going to be at home again. You know, um, the Saints secondary is incredible. I know Calego was kind of talking shit about Eli. Marcus Lattimore is a. They've been good. Yeah, but okay, so Marcus Lattimore is obviously awesome. Eli Apple has played Eli Apple very has well since coming since over since from New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vaughn, their entire secondary is 2014 Ohio State. I don't know yeah. if you guys noticed. Um, Haloti Nada plays an impact on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're getting pressure done. on the quarterback frequently. 
and then you know that's not even mentioning the offense. And then the we offense didn't even mention Cam Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan as well, absolutely. Or Marcus Davenport, the yeah. guy they used two first round picks to trade up for this. It's year. not the Saints' defense of old. They're getting but. better, and they're getting better at but. a good time. But big but, I'm concerned about when they get pressure on Breeze. Yeah, especially up the middle. Yes, which is what is the only place where the Rams exactly. get pressure because Dante Fowler Jr. has not done shit for them. But Donald. But Donald and Donald Sue. Donald and Sue. Yeah. That's that's what concerns me. The good news for the Saints is their interior <laughs> offensive linemen are three of the best in the, in the But league. don't you think Peyton's going to game play for oh, that? Hey, I can see him Marcus doing Peters. You know. Oh, he's going to throw a Marcus Pe- <laughs> He's going to throw a Marcus Peters all day. Yeah, if he should Michael throw at him like God. Like he looks Mike, fucking terrible. No, he looks bad. If Michael Thomas is on Marcus Freak. Peters at all. Was that the week that over. you that, that you lit me up cuz Michael Thomas went over 200 yards? I think that was the week. Um, it might have been. Yeah. I think it was because yes, because he he lit him up for uh, two hundred like yards. Any of those receivers on Peters, uh, Smith, uh, Traquan Smith. They don't it get doesn't... enough from their backup receivers though, dude. They don't. It's literally like the entire offense runs through Ben Watson, Michael Thomas, and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah but Breeze can. It's almost like Brady playing. He can pick yeah, a target and he's anybody, going. Uh, who was that yeah. gamer in the regular season? He threw Kirkwood. four touchdown passes to four names that nobody had ever fucking Michael heard of. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know, man. I think that's going to be a great game. And like you said, it's all going to depend on can the Saints either hold that pressure from Sue and Donald in the middle or will Peyton game plan enough to throw quick, you know, uh, flat rights out to Kamara. So we're giving the Saints defense a lot of credit. What about the Rams offense? Before we get to that, and so here it is again when I said with Mahomes, it's the same thing with golf. Like, is this, is golf, you know how people are like, I think it was like, that week he threw, what, six touchdowns or seven mm-hmm. touchdowns? They were like, you know, oh, he's a superstar, blah, 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 blah. And then he hit his rough patch, and they are like, all right, he's not that good. Mm-hmm. This is his I'm here, I have arrived moment. If he does this, this is, again, the ushering like of the new guard, like Golf Mahomes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is big for him, too. So I think that's really what separates him because if you really compare skill – spot the skill spot and we really going like pound for pound here it's basically even we're just looking at quarterback because you got Gurley back there we got Kamara cj anderson you, played a huge game cj yeah you, you still got robert woods and brandon cooks you know if josh reynolds shows up at all you have three wide outs there against michael thomas like you know you know like they it's pretty equal it's quarterbacks and you know you know mcveigh and sean payton are gonna you know do what they do it's really a quarterback who wins that quarterback matchup and Kalego mentioned earlier, well, the Saints have, you know, two of the top running backs in the league. Welcome from what we just saw from CJ Anderson on Saturday night, Todd Gurley is I I'm taking him over Kamara or drafting him first. Or Ingram. Nick? Who I I CJ Anderson. Wait, oh, CJ Anderson? Chill. Chill. Nick drafted CJ Anderson top five. CJ Anderson looked way bigger than he CJ Anderson squared is what I call him because yeah. he looked huge. Now he legit looked like a square. I was like, wait, 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 wait. First off, I forgot CJ Anderson because Jeff Jude him out of me on the waiver wire. <laughs> I can say that because Jeff's half cashew, so. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it's not problematic, I promise. Um, and I didn't get, I didn't get to watch him play. He looked huge. Like I did not. Know, but he doesn't run like it. He probably, uh, he probably visited the White House. Oh All right, so let's God. get some. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, let's get some predictions. And uh, CD, what's your score prediction for the NFC Championship game? Um, I think it goes 31-36 Saints. Okay. Wow. I see it being high scoring as well. Uh, I'm going to go 
35-30 Saints. All right, and I guess I will go, uh, you know what? I'm going to go 32 Rams, Saints 28. Oh. So, so I got the Rams one. Hold on. This is going to make this so funny because we just been talking about his pick all the time. Yeah. He would be 0-10. Like so he's picked both. <laughs> he's picked the Chiefs and the Rams. I got Chiefs Rams. Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, you can't pick against the Chiefs, man. That's the he's hitting the field 10, team of, of choice. Next pod is going to be called 0-10. Yeah, if you don't – so. We've been kind of, we've been picking all the playoff games and hitting the field chat like the morning of the games. Yeah. Everyone just texts who they think's gonna win. I'm 0 for eight in picking in all of those games. That's rough. Yeah, it's gonna be 0 and La- like on the podcast, I was one and one and one right. last week. But, but you changed your mind at the yeah, last minute. Yeah, changed my ta- changed my mind last minute. Yeah. So um, get it together, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> was there anything else we wanted to talk about tonight before we go? I kind of wanted to make one point. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so a thing that I'm seeing a lot is like those people who just like hang on stats. And they'll put up like a quarterback one and quarterback two, and they'll be like, "Look, you don't compare these two. Yeah, guess which the two are. Correct. Yeah. They did the same thing with Mitch Trubisky and like Pat Mahomes. I saw game. that. So this is what really infuriates me about that. Numbers lie. That guy was a Bears fan. Though. But look, this is the point though. The throws when Mahomes made those plays, they were pivotal plays. Mm-hmm. It's not so much. Oh, look, the numbers look good. It's also no. It's also a stupid comparison because. Mitchell Trubisky didn't come close to 5,000 yards. Heck no, but but they were comparing that game, their games, and I'm like, Patrick Mahomes made critical third down throw after critical third down throw. Patrick Mahomes also doesn't have the best defense on the league on the on the other side of the ball. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I just 2019, please like when I see that I'm gonna just blast. It's 2019. You have no excuse for being stupid. Anymore. Just so stupid. They, that's what I remember when they were saying about Tannehill. Like look at Tannehill's numbers and Lux numbers. They're Get all the way out of here. Well, we we talked playoff teams way. here. What about some teams that aren't in the playoffs? Just real quickly, I know you kind of mentioned this early in the week. Uh, for our teams who are watching from their couches, what are one or two moves that you would like to see the Jags make this offseason to get them to the playoffs so that we're watching them play next year? Um, step one is to not hire Gary Kubiak to be the offensive coordinator. <laughs> Pick either <laughs> he John missed D- out on Bevel. Yeah, well, who did Bevel? And Todd Monken. C- Cincinnati. Bevel's going to Cincinnati? Yeah. And I saw Munkin's going to Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland's going to be a problem. Yeah, no, their staff is really good, except they have that super homophobic guy being their special teams coordinator. But that's a Bro, how do you know about every single, like... I'll I'll send y'all a link. He knows all the problematic, like, coaches. This man reaches the HR of NFL. (laughs) (laughs) He's Toby. This man's Toby. (laughs) So, uh, no, then the the only option is to hire John DeFilippo as the offensive coordinator. Um... No, he's a good offensive coordinator. The, the Vikings just wouldn't let him do him, and he got stuck with Kirk Cousins. Um, and then after that, if you can't get Haskins, don't draft a quarterback at all and just wait until next year. CD, how about the Lions? Um, first, number one thing is get Stafford back under his like right in his right mind. They got so they got many. Fire Matt Patricia. Yeah, I think. I don't think they will. Matt Patricia is the worst coach in the NFL He's, right now. How do you go from a guy who was perennially either getting in the playoffs or right there on the edge in, in Caldwell, and then you go to a, a, a Bill Belichick guy, a football guy, and we freaking can't operate on offense? Yeah, but like at all. First year. After having one of the most explosive offenses in the league. And having carry on freaking Johnson. Having a running back. But Patricia was never an offensive guy. And even when he was a defensive guy in the past, uh, with New England, look at his defenses. None of them were exactly. very that strong. I, I or don't not understand that why. strong. 
We yeah, have he's a bad coach. And, he's when, a bad and coach. here's a and this is what makes it worse. Lions actually have excellent playmakers mm-hmm. on their defense. Quantre Diggs is a monster. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have Big Slay. Slay. You got Quinn. Answer. Like, like there's lots of talent there. You know, and then offensively. They got no linebackers. That's don't. been their problem for years. And, and we had Jared Davis, and he got injured and didn't really play great this year. Like, that's an area, but still, you still have lots of talent. Like, other teams are, have done, you know, more with less. With less, yeah. And I didn't like the Golden Tate trade, even though he's a free agent. Um, but Kenny Galladay's got to take a step up. Um, and I think this would be the first year where we could use another, you know, whether it's a outside, like another receiver or maybe a, a slot would be a good replacement because we definitely, after losing Golden Tate, we didn't have that. But Kenny Galladay luckily for Luckily for them, there's not a shortage of wide receivers in this year's draft yeah. or tight ends if yeah. you wanted to make get playmakers. Um, before we go to Chris with the, uh, with the Bucks, anything for the Jags that you wanted to add? <sighs> I, I, I kind of disagree. Yeah? Um. I think if Will Greer's there in the second round, I want it. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I love. You know how I feel. I love Will Greer. I, I love, but him I too. just don't think he's a good fit either with what we have currently. He's more of a West Coast offense type QB. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I think if we get Filippo, then I could see it maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. offensive court. I'll, I'll say. All right, I'll hold out in reserve. Who we get in offense? Yeah, court. then we can talk about it. Then we we'll can talk about. Hopefully by next week we'll have an offensive coordinator unless they all just keep taking different jobs. Um, Chris, what about the Bucks before we head out? Um, I think they need to re-sign Donovan Smith, their left tackle. I think that's a big um, that would be a big benefit to Jameis as he's learning, you know, under Arians, who's supposed to take him above and beyond and make him the quarterback. How that confident are you on a scale from one to ten that Arians can make Jameis a Pro Bowl level quarterback? It's not Arians that I'm worried about. It's Jameis. I don't have confidence in Jameis. Well, so game. Maybe left here's with. my here's my biggest problem with Jameis. Well, look who's going to be coaching him. I've here's, been here's, saying this. here's my biggest problem with Jameis. If you had to just like say where in the NFL, just pure talent wise, Jameis Winston ranks. He's like one of the middle of the pack. No, really think I so? think he's. I think he's I think one he's of the most, when he's on, he's top. He, he can be really, really good. He's one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, pound for of, pound. I, I think right now that's pound what I'm saying. Where, <laughs> where, where he is, <laughs> where he is right now, he's, he's middle of the pack. I well, think he's well, when he's that middle sheer tier talent. If when he he's were, like how many. Quarterbacks are more talented than Jameis Winston. I'd probably uh, pick. There's a good, I could pick ten. Guys. Five to ten. I, I, I would 10. put him in. I would put him in the I, ten to fifteen range when he's on. Ten in the top ten. I don't know. In about terms of just talent. talent, yeah. His escapability factor. He's slippery like Roethlisberger when he can throw the ball, barring his deep throws to Jackson. Aside which, from he makes like three terrible boneheaded plays. Yes. Game. Aside from that, he's pretty solid. But those bonehead generations. Those are the ones that cost you the game. Yeah, yeah. He's a good game manager when it comes down to it in crunch time and the Because normally what happens is they fall so far behind and he has to play catch. I think the tools are there. I think the tools are there and I think if anyone's gonna do it, it's Arians. It's Arians, and I think he's gonna learn well in the left. If he doesn't do it now, he's out of the league. So I think re signing Donovan Smith, who will be a free agent. I think they need to How old is Jameis? I'm sorry to keep it he's like twenty four, right? Yep. Yeah, I I think he just had a birthday. The issue is and this is the problem with the league. When you have young guys come in, like Mahomes, for example, or even Wentz in year two, which you saw before he got hurt, like, and they just rip the league, and you're just like, ah. So if he doesn't do it with Arians with 
Mike Evans with Odin Well, that's Howard, the thing. This is his Chris last Godwin. chance. This is his last yeah, chance. Yeah, if he doesn't do it with this collective group, it's kind of like, all right, if He's the issue. Exactly. And he has been all along. So, you know, you're right. I think under Leftwich and under Arians, I think they're going to get the best out of him and get rid of those boneheaded plays. That you know what? Early pre, preseason pick, they're going to win the division next year. Ooh, chill. Throw your Ws up. Um, I think they need to go after Greedy Williams in the draft. I want to go see them take him. I think corner is going to be a huge issue. Brent Greedy Grimes Thompson is out. Or the guy from Washington, who do you like better? Uh, Murphy. I like Greedy Williams. Murphy? Go watch him, Murphy, bro. Okay. That guy's nasty. Greedy Williams has a clean name, though. Like, yeah, too. Like, that too. Greedy. Like, that too. I want to be greedy. And, and, lit. and also, like, you could, I mean, I could see you guys taking a safety, too. I could see well, it being real And that, too. that was my third issue, uh, or my third point was so you approach, you re sign Donovan Smith, you take care of the offensive line. You in the draft, you draft your cornerback, and in free agency, you go after someone like Tyron Matthew or Lamarcus Joyner or someone like that, and clear up your safety. What are y'all doing at running back? Because Ronald Jones, uh... they're signing Le'Veon Bell, bro. Fuck you, mean? I don't want that. For as much as I would like to see him on the team, one, they don't have the offensive line for him to run behind, and two, he's going to take up so much money, and they don't have that. They, that means they would have to get rid of well, Gerald what McCoy. That offense is like. Next level. Uh, Bears, <laughs> real quick. Bears won't rule out presuming former Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt. I heard the Bucks as well. <laughs> take, that, take that for what it is. Bruce Arians likes giving guys a second chance. I heard that that might be well, a possibility. Well, the reason the Bears are in play is because of um, the Nagy. He was the yeah. head coach. Oh, he was yeah. He's offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, so you, you want Greedy Williams itself. I want Greedy Williams, and then I want to go get somebody like Bruce Arians with his uh, his his um, – is tie back to Tyran Matthew back in Arizona. I just realized that Jameis is being coached by former Jameis Byron Leftwich. Yeah, I know. I've been saying I've been saying that Byron Leftwich is Jameis for longest. They're the same guy, same dude, except Byron's better. And Byron played on a broken leg that one time. Yeah, James. people don't like to talk about that. Don't let me All right, uh, that's going to be the end of the, today's episode. Um, Change Jameis to number seven. Hopefully, we'll be Sheesh. coming back to you every week from now on. Every Monday, we'll be recording, and hopefully, the podcast will be up Tuesday afternoons. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribed on iTunes. Leave us a five star rating and a fabulous review. And if uh, wow, we're still wow. love plays in here. Yeah, uh, did she out. listen this far into the podcast? She downloaded it. So, so she downloaded. She's it. She's a subscriber. Yeah, she's a subscriber. Mm, okay. well, I got to one up you. Uh, what's up, Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, <laughs> you know Chris is good. Sub Luke. Hey, let's go. Kristen I love you, Kristen. Kristen I'm just kidding. She slap <laughs> I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. She definitely. Uh, no, no. All right, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Love you guys. Yes.